0: Well, good morning, Greenwich, and welcome to the Friday, May 19th edition of The Basement Academy. As we wrap up our week together, how quickly this week seems to have gone. Uh, Again, uh, administrative note for those who are local to the Greenwich area, you will not regret coming on out tomorrow night for the concert, The Art of Song, uh, joint concert with Heather Sorensen and Joseph Martin, two very well-known uh, composers of sacred choral music uh, a community choir of over 75 uh, an orchestra uh, and a full house and so we'd love for you to join us if you can make it six o'clock art gallery opens up a new show is on display um, art and music woven together uh, the earth is filled uh, with music and then um, the, the concert at seven. So concert lasts about an hour and 15 minutes, I think is the plan, okay? Love to have you out. All right, <clears throat> we've been doing this now for a month. I started on April 19th, and I had a hard decision to make a month ago, and I went with Psalm 19 over Psalm 139. Uh, I decided to keep on going, I think maybe even for a second month, and uh, and so you get this favorite psalm of mine, and this is a favorite psalm of so many. Psalm 139. I think it is one of the more well-known psalms, or at least phrases or lines of Psalm 139 are a little more familiar uh, to many than some of the psalms I've I've been reading. Um, there's this kind of sweeping poetic language. Um, uh, where can I go from your spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? If I rise on the wings of the dawn, if I settle on the far side of the sea, even there your hand will guide me, your right hand will hold me fast. And so this beautiful language of God keeping us, knowing us, wherever we if we, if we try to run away, God knows where we are and God is present to us. Um, the the lines about being fearfully and wonderfully made in our mother's womb. Uh, All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. Just some wonderful language. Um, and then the, the psalm ends with a very uh, simple petition uh, and I'm going to encourage you to memorize uh, the last two verses. Search me, O God. And know my heart, test me, and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. And so, just a great short little prayer that, if we memorize it, it it's the kind of thing we can bring before the Lord and speak before Him uh, at a moment's notice. So, um, it's a psalm that is <clears throat> as much a meditation on God and the character. The characteristics and qualities of God, it, it you know, many of the psalms are about the human condition before God. This is almost a meditation on God in the context of of the human condition. God who was all knowing, God who was all present at all times. God isn't just present on Sunday mornings in the church. <laughs> God is present to us at all times, in all places, in all moments, all our whole lives. And so it's a a meditation of the transcendence of God. God transcends space and time. We are stuck in space and time, right? But God is outside. And so he's omniscient, omnipresent, right? <clears throat> and it's a meditation on the God who is. God is here. A- and God is there. God is now and God is then and and, and then, <laughs> right. And so in the midst of the uncertainties of our lives in a past that we cannot change now, right? And we may have serious regrets, hence the search me, know me. Sometimes I just want to run away. I've done so many things, I'm ashamed. I just want to run away to the other edge of the world. God, even there, God you know, knows us and is, is present to us. And so in the midst of a past that we cannot change and may in fact regret uh, some of our past, and a future that is uncertain, a future that we do not fully know, the psalmist presents to us a God who is. Um, I love the way the psalm begins and ends, you have searched me, that's the first line. And then it closes with the petition, search me. And so there's, it, there's the sense that the psalmist may have some regrets, maybe wanting to run away to the other edge of the, of the sea, uh, wanting to have the darkness cover uh, him. Uh, i'm so, so ashamed i, I just kind of want to be away from it all <clears throat> um, god the psalmist uh, affirms to us reminds us that we are thoroughly known by god and loved by god and in our ultimate fear i think uh, the struggle of, of the human is that we would not be known and this is, we see this acutely in young people, uh, the, the teenage angst and the struggle for identity. Who am I trying to fit in with a peer group, shaping and morphing? It's the human desire to be known, and I think this is one of the struggles east of Eden. Once Adam and Eve sin and they're, they're banished from the garden, do I have a home? Where do I fit? Do I fit? Does anybody know me? Am I my brother's keeper? Is anybody keeping my life? And so these deep human struggles are are met in the the context of the psalm of the God who who is and who knows and and loves us despite despite all. So so let me read Psalm 139 with that um, kind of long introduction. Oh Lord, you have searched me and you know me. The night will shine like the day, for darkness is as light to You. For You created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise You because I am fearfully and wonderfully made. and Your works are wonderful, I know that full well. My frame was not hidden from You when I was made in the secret place, when I was woven together in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw my unformed body. All the days ordained for me were written in your book before one of them came to be. How precious to me are your thoughts, O God! How vast is the sum of them! Were I to count them, they would outnumber the grains of sand. When I awake, I am still with you. If only you would slay the wicked, O God! Away from me, you bloodthirsty men! They speak of you with evil intent. Your adversaries misuse your name. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord, and abhor those who rise up against you? I have nothing but hatred for them. I count them my enemies. Search me, O God, and know my thoughts, my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. Mm. What a piece of writing. Man. Thanks be to God for the Holy Spirit working in the heart of the psalmist that says it's a psalm of David, so perhaps David wrote it or it was written about David. And so... The the psalmist begins, you have searched me, you've known me, you you, you know when I sit, when I rise, my coming and going, you know the words on my tongue before I speak them. I am thoroughly and completely known, and, and that is sometimes unnerving. You hem me in behind and before, you've laid your hand upon me. I love this language of being hemmed in. It's like we're stitched into the purposes of God, stitched into the hem of God. He's always close to us, we're always close to him. We do not always perceive that. See, that's the problem. East of Eden, uh, sinful as we are, broken as we are, faulted, alienated, struggling with these isolation and alienation and the realities of, of sin and the human condition If we don't perceive God, we don't think God is present. If we're not aware of God, we think God is not aware of us. And so this Psalm saying we are hemmed in behind and before. So so he's got, he's got, you know, a lot of times people say, I've got your back. Well, God's got your back and your front, right? God's got you going forward. God's got what happened behind you. Yeah, you did some things you don't want to do. Yeah, I know, all of us did. God's got that covered. And your future, what's before you, what's ahead of you, that which you may have a sense of in the next day, week, month, year, but that which is not known to you. God's got that too. We are hemmed in behind and before. And then the language, where can I go from your spirit? And it's a rhetorical question. The answer is nowhere. There is nowhere we can go to escape God. And there are times we wish to escape God. Uh, Cue the story of Jonah, right? Jonah tried in vain to escape God. God had a call and a purpose on his life. Jonah, go to Nineveh and tell them what, 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 what they need to hear. Those Ninevites, you know, I mean, this doesn't show up in the, all in the text, but the Ninevites were a, were a hard, harsh people. Jonah says, thanks God, but I think I'm going the other way. And the storm and the whale and the, you know, the story, Right. Where can I go from your Spirit? Where can I flee from your presence? Obviously, if we go to heaven, God's there. If I make my bed in the depths, kind of not so much hell, but if I were to die, if I if I, I try to get as far away from God, if I try to go to the far side of the sea, wherever I would try to go, God is present. And so, don't try to run from God. Don't run away. Don't run from him, run towards him. But I don't I don't know where God is. I I I would run towards him if I knew where God was. Just run in the direction you think God is, and guess what? God will be there. Well, I I, I don't I don't I, I don't understand what that means, Don. Do the things you think you should do. Um say the prayers you think you should say. Um, be the kind of person you think you should be. Um, Treat others the way you think you want to be treated and the way they should be treated. Try to do that golden rule. Try to follow Jesus the way you think you should follow Jesus. And so there is uncertainty in this life. This psalm acknowledges that don't let the uncertainty keep you from living your life don't let fear anxiety worry concern for the future or regret from the past keep you from living your life for god and so even if you were to shroud yourself in darkness the darkness is not dark to god darkness is as light god sees through everything and so you are already known by God, so don't try to hide from God. Now, this is the story of Adam and Eve, and maybe there's a little bit of echo of the garden here, right? Adam and Eve, they, they take of the tree. They're, they're not supposed to. They eat of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Their eyes are open and they're ashamed. They're, they, they recognize their nakedness. They realize they've done wrong. They're vulnerable. Their physical nakedness is an expression of their kind of spiritual nakedness. Uh oh. God knows what we did. And so the folly of the fig leaves, and humans have been doing that ever since, we try to cover up as if God doesn't know. Now we can cover up and pretend to others, right? Be it family members, coworkers, friends, others, but God knows us. So let us just live with the understanding that we are known by God and loved by God. He knows what we've done. He knows what we'll do um this language of being knit together in our mother's womb and then all the days ordained for me so from birth till death it's such a poetic way but that's what the psalmist is saying here you knew me before my birth you'll know me after my death before i am conceived i'm known by god this transcends human understanding we can't we can't get our arms around but this is what the psalmist is trying to say. For you created my inmost being. You knit me together in my mother's womb. I praise you because I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in the secret places. Woven together in the depths of the earth. What, what, what interesting language, right? As we're, we're knit together in our mother's womb. It's like it's coming forth from the earth. Well, we are from dust, we've come to dust, we shall return, right? And so it's a meditation that we are known from the moment of conception, we are known in our death. When we could not even perceive God, our body was not yet fully formed, and when our body has decayed and when it dies and when life, the breath leaves us, we are known. And so God has our whole lives and this is to comfort us and, and, and to and, and encourage us. Um, just a word about uh, verse 19, 20, and 21. I mean, man, what a way to ruin a great uh, great prayer, huh? If only you would slay the wicked. Away from me, you bloodthirsty men. They speak of you with evil intent. Do I not hate those who hate you, O Lord? I have nothing but hatred for them. Um, Eugene Peterson in his book, Answering God, I I referenced it, um, I'm pointing up to the refresher. I had that up for so many weeks. Um, Then the rule of prayer that I I taught back in January 21, I talked about Answering God, this book, and and Peterson talks about this Psalm in particular and how many people um, commit at this point a psalmectomy. They cut out this portion of the Psalm. If you are reading it in worship, the temptation would be to skip over these verses because they don't seem proper for, you know, good church people on Sunday morning. God bless the psalmist. In this meditation of life, meditation of of God and His transcendence and omnipresence and all of this, there's a reality that I've got enemies. And it just something sparks in Him. If they would just could... I just want to be with you all the time, God. And could we have all these knuckleheads go away? And so there's such honesty in this portion of the psalm. I hate them. I hate them with a perfect hatred. I count them my enemies. Pray your anger. Pray your hatred. Don't act on it. See, that's the key. The psalmists, the the psalms, bid us, teach us, invite us. They show us how to pray our anger, pray our hatred, pray our frustration at other people. Don't act out. Don't, don't, don't be violent towards them. And as you pray that it bleeds somebody off, and that's, I think, is what triggers the final uh, verse. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, you know, the, the spike of emotion, I hate them. Whoa, whoa, whoa. search me up. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Know this heart that hates these people, but know this, bleed that hatred off. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Again, it might have been a thought of someone that triggered this. I wish that person was just gone. And we all feel that way, don't we? We all have people or situations or groups of people in our lives that we hold in low regard and such low regard sometimes that we hate them and we wish their demise, we wish them eliminated. Lord, I wish you would slay them, slay the wicked. Search this heart, know these anxious thoughts, these thoughts towards these other people. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. God, it's, it's, it's a, almost a prayer of repentance at that, that point. I, I know I kind of had an outburst. You know, why didn't the psalmist get out their eraser? You know, his eraser. He let it stand hallelujah thanks be to God for the Holy Spirit having that portion if only you would slay the wicked having that portion stay in this psalm it's now the perfect psalm so these are not a blemish on the psalm these verses are not a blemish they are part of the human condition and so in the midst of this wonderful meditation spikes the anger the emotion the anxiety and then the prayer of repentance search me oh god know my heart test me and know my anxious thoughts i acknowledge what i just said right there is probably not appropriate if there's any offensive way in me i'm not worrying about the knuckleheads now lord i'm the knucklehead if there's any offensive way in me lord lead me lead me in the right way the, the, the way everlasting love this psalm. I, I hope you'll reread it for yourself, make it a, a, a good friend. This is a good friend to many. Get to know all of the psalm and learn this one because there will be times you'll need to pray this one. Again, not just on the 19th of the month, you'll need to pray this. So So glad to share this with you. Um, as we continue our journey through a a few of my favorite psalms. We'll pick up again next week. Uh, Again, hope to see you at the concert uh, Saturday night. Hope that works out uh, for you. Um, We are not intending to live stream that for some proprietary and copyright reasons. Um, And so, um, yeah, hope you can make it in person. Let's close with prayer. Father, thank you. <clears throat> thank you for the, the beauty and the perfection of this psalm, even with uh, the hard words that do give voice to how we sometimes feel. But we bless you for knowing us thoroughly, completely, for hemming us in, for knowing our words. Search us, oh God, search us. Send your gracious Holy Spirit to, to come to to know our hearts, know our thoughts, calm us, direct us, lead us. God, teach us, show us how to run towards you, not away from you. And Lord, we, we pray that you would open our eyes and our ears and our hearts, that we might perceive you and know you as ever present in our lives. And so hear us as we pray in the name of the Savior, who taught us to pray together, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. May God bless you today with a deep abiding knowledge of his presence through his Holy Spirit and the presence of his Son. May he do it this day and forevermore. Amen.